In Perekhof Tess, the Alter Rebbe is describing the condition called Timtum Halev, complacency of the heart, where the heart can't be moved by contemplation of God's greatness to some kind of inspiration or some kind of energy with which to serve God. And the Alter Rebbe establishes that in order to get rid of this complacency, the Benini has to shatter the arrogance of his animal soul. And he does that by becoming disgusted with himself, himself being the animal soul, since the Benini identifies with his animal soul. The Tzaddik identifies with his godly soul, because it's his godly soul that gives life to his body. And in the Benini, it's the animal soul that gives life to the body, and that's because the animal soul has not become transformed and absorbed into godliness, and therefore it still has its hold on the body, because the animal soul is in the blood and in the flesh and so on, so it is the, it is the life of the body, and the Benini identifies with that animal soul. In contemplating that which will make the Benini feel disgusted with himself, this itself, the very fact that he identifies with his animal soul, is already part of this contemplation, part of this critical self-evaluation. Today's shir, for the 12th of Adar, is in Pedic Chavtes, on page 379 in Lessons in Tanya. In Cain, this being the fact, this, this being the case, that he identifies with his animal soul, because the animal soul's emotions are not transformed into godliness, then then he is as far from God as, as one can possibly be. How so? The desire of his animal soul The Benani identifies with his animal soul and the animal soul is capable of desiring that which God prohibits. That which is against God's will. In other words, he wants what God does not want. He being the animal soul, the animal soul wants what God does not want. He finds pleasure in that which God finds abominable. So if you had two people who, who are so far apart in their opinion and in their feelings, you would consider them at opposite, at opposite ends of the spectrum, at opposite poles. You can't get any further. You can't have two people further apart than, two, than, than the case where one finds pleasurable what the other finds painful. And so the fact that the animal soul can desire what God despises, that puts the person as far from godliness as is possible. And although we know that the Benani doesn't desire to do the sin, God forbid, only the, the tzaddik despises the sin, whereas the Benani doesn't, as we explained earlier in Pedicute Days, that the Benani does not despise evil. He sees the potential pleasure in it and does not want that pleasure for himself. 
But the very fact that he doesn't despise it, the very fact that he sees pleasure in what God con- considers an abomination, that makes him very far from God. And with this alone, with this alone, just in the fact that he can find pleasure, not take pleasure, the Benini doesn't sin, but he can see pleasure where God sees abomination, with this alone he is inferior and lower and more disgusting, more despicable than the animals and the insects and the reptiles that aren't kosher. As mentioned above, we learned earlier in Pedic Chavdalid in chapter 24 that because a person can go against God's will, can disagree with God, that makes him lower even than the unholy and unkosher insects and reptiles who, who never go against God's will. And as it is written in Tehillim, I am a worm and not a man. Which, which we described earlier, explained earlier, the human being in not being a man, in not being a person, is worse than the worm. So he says, I am a worm and not a man. I am a worm would be one level of lowliness. But what's even lower than that is that I am not a man. In other words, when the worm is a worm, then, then he's a lowly creature. But when a person is a worm, then it's even lower. In not being a mensch and not being a person that makes him even lower than the worm. And even the godliness that the Bainani does experience. As for example, his love for God during the davening, during the Shema, as the Rebbe explained earlier. This love that he experiences during davening is not a hundred percent true, genuine. Since it passes away, it vanishes after the davening, as explained at the end of Pedikid Gimel, therefore it is not an absolutely true emotion. It's a temporary emotion. And so even the godliness that the Benini does experience from time to time is also disappointing to the Benini when he makes this critical evaluation of himself. He finds himself very far from God because his animal soul, which is him, desires what God despises, sees pleasure in what God sees as an abomination. And the goodness that he does have the love for God that he has is not a hundred percent true since it is only temporary and after the davening it goes away. In the Hayyim Yem for the twelfth of Odor, the Rebbe writes, Ksiv, Ksiv, Matan Odom Yarchiv It says in the Pasuk, in Mishle, it says, Matan Odom Yarchiv A person's gift will broaden the, the way for him. and it will place him in front of the great before the great people and the simple meaning is that in order to prevail on the great people when you need a favor from them you have to give a gift matan adam and by giving a gift it opens all the doors it broadens the way and brings you 
It brings you in front of the the important people. Or as Rashi explains, matan adam means tzedakah. That the tzedakah that a person gives is yarchivle, it broadens the way, it opens the way for him in Gan Eden and in the world to come and so on. The Rebbe explains it like this. There are people who are gedolim, they're great, because of their wisdom and because of their wealth. When a person gives himself, matan adam, he gives his own menschlichkeit, he gives himself, he devotes himself to some effort in strengthening Yiddishkeit, then not only will that um, broaden the, his path for him, open the gates for him, it places him before the great, before those who are great in their knowledge and in their wealth.